putting the scat in eschatology. It's the Drew Marshall Show. Five score years ago. Five score years ago. A great American, a great American signed and proclaimed the emancipation that brought a beacon light of hope. Many of slaves who had been seized carnival. Of injustice, and now a hundred years have passed. And not today, we must face the true and tragic fact. The Negro is still not free, and more impossible it seems. He said, I had to dream. Now the Constitution. B.B. Winans, Grammy winning gospel recording artist. Author of The Whitney I Knew, bbwinans.net. So good to have you back on the show, man. What is with your voice? Like, what? Have you always had gold in your throat? <laughs> I enjoyed the last time we spoke, sir, and it's always a pleasure. Um, you know what I have in my throat? I have passion. I really do. I, I believe in, in what I sing about, and I think. That, I think, may resonate with people more so than anything, you know, if you believe in what you're saying. So I do believe in what I, whatever I'm singing, whether that's the alphabets or whatever. <laughs> I believe in it. <laughs> well, Grammy winner B.B. Winans will join President Obama, uh, Tamar Braxton, Harry Belafonte, Kirk Franklin, Dougie Fresh, to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Selma with an all-star concert set to stream online Live this Sunday, March 8th, that's tomorrow, on BET.com and CentricTV.com at 5 p.m. 4 Central, hosted by A.J. Calloway. The concert will be held on the Edmund Pettus Bridge, where the original march took place back in 1965, and will feature performances by somebody named B.B. Winans. Uh, now, I don't know, Aloe, is that what you say, Aloe Black? I don't know Aloe Black. Aloe Black, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anthony Hamilton, Arrested Development, Fantasia, it just goes on and on and on and on. Blind Boys of Alabama, listen, if you are you going to run into those guys? Will you give Ricky McKinney a big hug from me, please? I'll do that. I really will. I'll look for him and I'll give him a big hug. But as you said, the list goes on and on and on. I think Tony Bennett is going to arrive. This is a lot of people that are are coming some uh, unannounced to to celebrate what happen and what needs to happen and what i'm excited about honestly drew is i have my 16 year old son uh who is with me and i'm teaching him what this means and what uh i would want him to take away from this and change his classroom you know uh it's his his teammates and 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 pass on the torch so i'm excited to have him standing next to That's got to be amazing. What I mean, talk about teachable moments. That's ridiculous. Now, also, this uh, this concert, this this celebration will be Peter Yarrow, and we just got off the phone with uh, Noel Paul Stuckey and his wife Betty, and they said to say hello to you. Uh, so, Paul, <laughs> Peter, yeah. Paul, and Mary, I guess, you know, you guys have, you guys have done stuff together, and uh, yes. he was dropping yes. names and saying, oh, yeah, B.B. Winans, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yes, I'll run it to Peter tomorrow. Um, you know, it, it, this is important for all mankind, for Americans, for America. I'm actually going to sing the song I wrote. 
uh, tomorrow called America, America. I did a patriotic album because I love this country. Hmm. And it's, it's the best place to live in this world. And so I, I did a patriotic album. And the song I, I wrote called America, America, is it, it just comes from a place of appreciation. Yes, we have things that we need to address. Yes, we're not perfect. Um, but at the same time, if we realize that united we stand, then we will come together. Hmm. We will come together. And, and this, to me, is where we're uh, tomorrow. We're coming together to, to, to not only celebrate, but to, to, to encourage and remind people where we come from and where we need to go. Can I, can I say the one name that's on this list that makes my head shake a little bit is Vanilla Ice? <laughs> you know, when you see Vanilla Ice and President Obama's name side by side, you just, what kind of world are we living in, man? Come on. Well, you know, come on. If, if you just put cream behind that ice, then it's familiar. <laughs> vanilla Ice Cream. You know? <laughs> I love vanilla ice cream. Oh, man. All right, listen. Um, you know, B.B. Winans gets to hang out with all the coolest brothers, and, of course, the coolest brother being President Obama. I mean, is, please tell me he's a jerk. Please tell me he's a he's a conniving, manipulative, you know, house of cards kind of evil man because he seems like such a nice guy. <laughs> I so, you know, I have been, it's funny, I had a friend of mine who was just talking about my, my, my black book, my black book, which ranges from presidents uh, all the way to who looks. And so I have been honored, I have been honored to not only meet, but become friends of President Bush and Laura Bush, mm. who I think is such wonderful and funny people. Uh, President Clinton and... Um, President Obama as well. And I, I knew President Obama before he became president. He was a senator. And uh, all I can say, especially him and, and Michelle, they are wonderful people. They're absolutely wonderful people. Do I agree with everything? No. But do I agree with anybody and everybody? No. no. But no. That's, the, that's the beauty of America. You know, but just wonderful, wonderful people. Well, the the uh, uh, the Bushes I know at this point are are. Um, I was speaking yesterday with the publisher of one of the newspapers, the Selma something, maybe Gazette or something like that. I'm sorry, I can't remember the name, but this their building is right by the bridge, and of course that whole area is cordoned off today, and and their building has been secundered, has been has been taken over by the Bush family. They're actually in the offices of this newspaper, and no one else from the newspaper is in there. So, um, do you, BB? Uh, do you remember the first time you hung out with Stevie Wonder? Because didn't you and your brother Marvin do his song "Jesus Children of America"? Yes, we we recorded his song "Jesus Children of America" on on one of my albums. Yeah, Stevie, years and years ago, um, actually when we used to live in Detroit, Michigan. Stevie used to live around the corner to the west of us and to the east of us, Smokey Robinson used to live. And when it would snow, Drew, we would make haste to their house and shovel their snow because instead of $3, they would give us like $30. <laughs> so, <laughs> but all the kids would hate. So you had to get up early yeah. and dash to Stevie Wonder's house or, or to the Four Tops. So we met them years ago. And as professionals, we met uh, when my brothers first started recording 
their first uh, national album, which was in 1980. Yeah. So we've been friends for a long time. Yeah, so, but hold on. You took you took 30 bucks off Stevie Wonder when he probably thought he was giving you a fiver. Like, come on. That's just cruel. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, Smokey Robinson said, as we later became good friends in the business, he said if he had known that we were singers, he would he would have gave us a contract to sign. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Uh, all right. Now, speaking of speaking of remakes, Manchurian Candidate, dude. How the heck did you score a part on that? I mean, are you and Denzel Washington tight or what? In spite of me and Denzel being good friends, actually, I did a song called "In Harm's Way," which Denzel uh, directed. It was first it was his first act, uh, directorial, and but before that, I mean, after that. Jonathan Demi, who is the director of the Manchurian Candidate, I met him at my Aunt Duke's uh, 75th birthday celebration. Was that the cruise? And I didn't know who he was. He looked at me and said, you're going to be in my next movie. And I said, oh, okay, I guess you do movies. And he said, yeah, I'm going to give you a call. And three months later, I got a phone call from these people saying, this man is trying to get in touch with you for the Manchurian Candidate. I was like, okay, who is this man? Didn't know he was the Jonathan Demi of, you know, Philadelphia and, and all these incredible movies. And I became yeah. nervous as all get up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so that, but one of the most wonderful, nicest people you can ever meet. And he calmed me down because I became nervous. I'm not a nervous person. But at that reading, I became as nervous as all get up. And he had a way to calm me down. And I, Join the cast. I must say, though, when Merle Street walked into the room, I, I, I became an icebox. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine. You've got the craziest stories. Okay, so when you met him with that Maya Angelou thing, was that the birthday cruise? No, that was after the birthday cruise. The birthday cruise was seven. And then Oprah, from the 65th on, Oprah gave uh, Maya an incredible birthday celebration every five years. Right. So that was the 75th. Okay, so that you were asked to sing on the Maya Angelou uh, cr- birthday cruise, and you sang Donnie McClurkin's song "Stand," and then, yes, and then, uh, and then you hooked a brother up with Oprah, and then he goes and calls Oprah stupid. What? <laughs> because, because it's not every day you get a phone call from Oprah, and you you know he had never met her in that before that time as well, and so when his phone rang. <laughs> Because I gave her his number. I didn't think it would hurt. And she called him, and he said, yeah, right. Dude, somebody trying to act like they're Oprah Winfrey. And she's like, no, Donnie, this is Oprah. <laughs> and then when he realized it was her, he said, I didn't say stupid. I said Cupid. <laughs> <laughs> He's funny, man. I watched that interview with you and him on, on I guess, his show or whatever. And He's a funny guy. He is. He is. But, you know, it's all, you know I, I say it all the time. I have been blessed with incredible relationships. When you understand the importance of relationships, you understand how very rich and blessed you are. Yeah. And so I really do cherish uh, relationships. And, I, I, you know, I love people. I do. And uh, sometimes that can hurt, but most of the time it's very profitable. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you and Shaka Khan turned Broadway upside down with the color purple. I think you played Harpo and she played Oprah? She played Sophia. Sophia. Yeah. Which was Oprah's part. Yeah. yeah. 
Yes, 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 yes. But hey, hey, Drew, what? I, I'm going to send you an invitation because I've been working hard for the last eight years, and I've written a musical about me and my sister's journey, and it's going to premiere in 2016 ooh, ooh. in January yeah. at the Alliance Theater in Atlanta, Georgia, and then go to the Arena Stage and then to Broadway. And so it has been an absolute joy, a journey, though, I tell you. And um, so I'm very, very excited when you said when you when you said Broadway, it just came to my mind because it you know it has been a um, something that was placed inside of me, and I think we have a story to tell that would encourage people to you know, I don't know you know just take it a day at a time. You don't know what's going to happen, but if you have a little faith, um, incredible things can can happen in your life, and so. I'm very excited to announce that, and you'll you'll get an invitation. So if you can, you know, come from from Canada. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Listen, I still hitchhike, so I'll get down there, man. That's. I'll be there. I might be a little like second half. I might show up, but I'll be there. So I listen. I I know you get asked about Whitney Houston all the time, and you know there's probably sometimes you're like oh, I don't know if I want to talk about Whitney Houston again. But I mean, you wrote this this book, uh, which just has rocked so many people. And of course, you know, just this past uh, January 31st. I mean, how did you get yeah. the how did you get the news about Bobby Christina? I can't believe she's still in a coma. It is difficult. It is it is very difficult, and. Um, and yet and still, one of the things that, uh, especially Cece and I have talked about, is you, you almost expect it, hmm. um, something like this, um, because of the direction that, that and the, 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 acts, the reality of being lost. They were very, very, very close. Um, and... When when she lost her mom, she, she was very very lost, mm. and so. But at the same time, when you're dealing, you know, I have a teenager. Uh, uh, my daughter's going to turn twenty, and and as much as you try to to parent a twenty year old, uh, they're going to do what they desire to do and want to do. And at that point in time, you really have to just just pray. And so. No, and that's what we've been doing, and that's what we continue to do. It breaks my heart just to know that she's still fighting for her life, mm. you know. Uh, I believe in miracles. I really do, and it's going to take a miracle. It's going to take a miracle, but um, that's what I'm holding on to, and that's what we all yeah. are holding on to, but it, it hurts. It really is. Well, the, so it's almost reliving the same thing over again. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the for those of you that are that are close, heck yeah, crazy. So, author of the Whitney I knew, and and from the from the little bit that I know, BB Winans, the Whitney you knew was Whitney who said, mm, "That looks like a BB staircase. Mm, <laughs> that looks like a that looks like a BB backyard." <laughs> and then she pulls out fifty grand to help you buy the stinking house. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, I drove past that house the other day, and every time, which is down the street from where I live, and every time I pass it, I think of her. And I will, you know, no one will be able to take the place of who she was and who she is. And um, 
you know, but I, I learned that when I lost my brother, Ronald, and I lost my brother, my, my father, that your life will be altered when you lose loved ones and people who mean so much to you. But you can learn in time how to live an altered, happy, altered life. Yeah. And so I'm smiling now when I think of her more so than crying. Hmm. And she left us with, with such a gift of music. And so, um, so I celebrate her. It's hard sometimes. Yeah, I mean, Brother Ronald and Whitney both died at 48. That's uncanny. That's just weird. Right, right. And, and, and you know, and I think the thing is, I think of Ronald every day. You know, I think of him every day, and it's been over 10 years. And so I think of Whitney every day. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. And um, Do you remember that time? Do you remember that time in Nashville when Whitney surrendered her life to God because she couldn't remember ever doing that now that she was an adult? Yeah. Yes, sir. Never I will forget it. Well, I got to ask you though, and this is this is where you might hang up on me for for real because it's you know it's no, a, I won't, I won't. Okay, I won't hang up. What good did that do her? At least here on Earth, because you know, just, I mean, talk about it. Uh, a life filled with curveballs, man. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? And this is how I answer that um, because what I, I I've actually had to learn how to apply to my life as she learned how to apply to her life and how we all have to learn how to apply to um, our lives. And that's grace. I've learned in my life that grace picks up where I leave off. Hmm. And as much as I claim to be the strongest man in the world, when my strength goes short, I've learned that grace really proves that his strengths is made perfect in those moments and in those times. And it's in, in those moments and in those times where no one else is around. And so what I have allowed when it comes to Whitney or anyone else, I let grace take over where my understanding starts to fail and my understanding starts to turn into judgment. I stop right there, I really do. And I let grace, God's grace take over and if it wasn't for his grace, Drew, I wouldn't be talking to you. <laughs> yeah, you'd be you'd be too really big would. you'd be too big of a deal to talk to some, some little schmuck like me. <laughs> oh no, well, I just wouldn't have a voice. Oh no, no. Listen, you're I mean Atlantic Motown Sparrow Capital EMI Murr. Remember the Murr days? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, and then you've sung with uh, you've sung with uh, let me just get it. You know Keith Green, Jesus commands us go. You were the background there. Uh, Carmen, Steve Camp, Stephen Curtis Chapman, Hezekiah Walker, Sandy Patty, Bob Carlisle, Mister Butterfly Kisses, Clay Cross, uh, somebody named Stephen Wonder, uh, Toby Keith, Willie Nelson, and then you sang with everybody in 2010 with <laughs> We Are We Are the World 25 for Haiti. But hold on, here's and we'll finish with this man because here's another loss, another loss for you, Andre Crouch. In January, come uh, on, come on! Ah, uh, uh, Now you're making, now you're making me go back and remember. You know, uh, uh, like I said at his home going, um, and I ran into Bill Gates uh, a week ago, and uh, which I had a great time. I hadn't seen Gloria and, and Bill in a while, so as we're standing there, I, my mind went back to Andre's um, funeral, home going, because. As we stated all those incredible songs that Andre wrote 
you know, the blood and, and, and all these other songs. But for me, and I told Bill, he confirmed this because after I sang and talked, they showed a video clip from Bill and Gloria. He said the same thing. The song for me, from Andre Crouch, was God Loves the Country People. I don't know if you remember that, Drew, but it was a song that said, God loves the country people, good old-fashioned country people, and clapping for some lake, slapping country folk. Because when it comes to praise his name, country people not ashamed. God loves the good old country folk. Yeah! <laughs> he did that on the album. He said, yeah, hallelujah, glory. He was such an innovative, creative, unbelievable, um, wonderful man who opened the doors for me and my family. He was the one who signed my brothers first and really paved the way for me and my family to um, enter into the, the recording business. So we owe a lot to Andre Crouch, and boy, what a plethora of music he left us oh, yeah. with yeah. that well, I listen to every day. I watched about 20 interviews with you and people talking about you yesterday, and I'm so sick of people talking nice about you. It's just, nobody's nobody's got a bad thing to say. I mean, I tried. I tried my hardest to find somebody who's talking well, smack about you. <laughs> I can find a couple of them for you. Okay. All right. Oh, man. Listen, uh, again, listen. Again, Drew, I love people. Yeah. I really do love people, so. It's just sometimes. Tomorrow, do me yeah. a favor. Yeah. Bring it. Give a hug to Rick. Yes. I'm going to bring it. And, and, go, vani and vanilla ice. It. Yeah, go and give vanilla ice a wedgie from me and give <laughs> give the drummer from the Blind Boys of Alabama, Ricky McKinney, give him a big hug, okay? <laughs> I will. You're the best, sir. All right, BB. You take care, man. <laughs> Talk to you, All right, bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. B.B. Winans on the Drew Marshall Show. The website is bbwinans.net. He's so good. Yeah. Just singing a cappella on the phone, I'm just like, yeah. wow. Wow. Oh. He's got a decompressing voice. He does. Stay with us. Said you'd be there when I call. The word in a state of emergency. quality guest speakers these days if they're interesting they're usually expensive and if they're cheap they're usually boring well here's someone who's both expensive and boring 
Drew Marshall is a high school dropout who tried to become a pro football player but didn't make it. He then tried to become a firefighter and didn't make it. Now he's trying to become a stand-up comic. <laughs> Good luck with that, Mr. Marshall. But if you're looking for someone who's unpredictable, incredibly honest, provocative, genuine, then we've got the right guy. Everyone seems to be an expert on something these days. Why not book someone who's an expert on nothing? Except how to be brutally honest about yourself and your faith. To book Drew Marshall as your guest speaker, go to drewmarshall.ca.